I liked how you were like getting amped up. One, two, three, one, two, three. That was bop, nice. Bop, bop. <laughs> oh, he didn't oh. like that. Oh, no. Gus has Gus. left the lap. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him jump off. Yeah, we, he was aggressive. He's not happy. We have a very anxious, jumpy studio kitty. <laughs> I feel so bad. I like. I got to get him some more of that um, kitty weed. Oh yeah, it never works on him. Scarlet loved it, and I was like, "Bitch, you do not need to be calm." And she was like, "Hold on, Nark." <laughs> Tuesday loved the kitty weed too. He yeah. loved it. It was called. It was so great. It was called. Meowy Wowie, because I think there's like an actual pop strand that's called like Maui Wowie, and it was called uh-huh. Meowy Wowie. That's so cute. <laughs> he freaking loved it. Yeah. Oh man, he liked anything he could eat. <laughs> yeah, he was an edible kind of guy. Yeah, food motivated. It's like anything that I can consume, I will enjoy. Thank you. Uh, I relate. Let me tell you, I'm embarrassed. I'm going to I'm going to look up this word because I recently discovered a kind of food that I really like. <laughs> oh, that you so good. You have to look it up. Yeah. What a dumb sentence I just said. <laughs> Putanesca. Oh, p- okay. Putanesca sauce. Like yes. penne Putanesca. Ah, girl. OK. Oh, my God. So I've now basically had it twice. I made some tonight with risotto. Ooh. I have to look up the meaning of putanesca. I've been only taking private Italian tutoring for two years. Putin. Oh, tell me. I'm holding my damn recipe right here. What does putanesca translate? Oh, anchovies, olives, Uh and capers. Uh Uh Anchovies, kalamata olives, capers, and tomatoes. That's what like, that is. I never yes. knew that. It's Yum. so good. I just discovered that anchovies are fucking rad. I love anchovies. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so, so salty. I was gonna say capers, olives, and anchovies. Salt yeah. city in the best way possible. Thank God I'm not wearing any rings because <laughs> they would not be coming off. It's so good. I made this risotto. Oh I accidentally god. put too much broth in it which I had like bone broth I made a while ago mm. you know uh-huh and so I actually put too much broth in it so it was very like juicy Yum. <laughs> so good I might shovel some more in my mouth in between oh my recording gosh. Tonight. <laughs> that sounds so good I love yeah. ancho I love all of those things I love yeah. the saltiness of all of that and then you just toss it in risotto or pasta yeah I the first time I made it I did it with linguine <gasps> and then I was I was I'm such an adult now that I have I've been trying to keep a fully stocked pantry like they do in Real Simple magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so Which is having, not real simple to do. It's not real simple. No. Real complicated. Um, real comps. And I, uh, so I've been like trying to stock up my pantry and everything. So I was like, mm, what am I going to cook tonight? And I, there was like a sale on diced tomatoes. So I bought a bunch of those and I had some, some, arborio rice and I was like mm, risotto I'll always eat a risotto and then I just went like oh, what if I <laughs> and it was 
so good. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy. My gosh, that sounds delightful. I love risotto. I love Putinesca sounds like it would be northern Italian because like they don't really use red sauce at all, but they love the anchovies and the olives, like and the uh and lemons. Yeah. Pesto. Interesting. I I don't know anything about the difference between northern and southern Italy. Yeah. Southern does red sauce and Mm -hmm. northern does not do red sauce. They do olive oil and pesto because Uh um, unlike America, if it don't grow in the region, they don't really use it. And I mean, that's so the north does a ton of lemons. So it's like limoncello galore. Mm. And um, yeah, just like a lot of uh, tons of pesto. But I'm so full. And yet now I'm really hungry. (laughs) I'm hungry, too. I hate I record this before dinner. So then I like drink before dinner. And we always somehow talk about food. So Uh by the time like we're done with the second episode, I'm like, I'm going to eat my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that's the best part about this this dish, too, is that it is like that red sauce, but it goes really well with white wine because like half of the risotto is white wine, you know, so. Oh, my God. Now I want to yeah. eat. Um, OK, so we're going to wrap this up, guys. We're going to go eat anyway, some. Goodbye. Some. Bye. This was fun. Boo. Haunted. <laughs> JK, you guys, this is actually. Bitches and booze. Hey, power, power. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, da. Oh, gosh. A paranormal uh-huh. podcast. With a shot or two or three or four of liquid courage. I like that I invented a new word. Power normal. Power. <laughs> power normal. Oh, brother. Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, We're fine. We're Everything is great. We were just prepping for our new cooking podcast called real simple mm-hmm. italian with tammy and amy yeah <laughs> i want a well-organized well-stocked pantry so badly every time i think i'm getting there i like don't have what i need to cook that night's recipes i but i feel like all you really need is a lot of bro- different broths like veggie mm-hmm. and chicken broths yep um canned tomatoes canned yeah. tomato paste Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, lots of grains. You know what I? Yeah, it's a lot of grains. You know what I'm doing is I've gone full uh, middle-aged single lady, and I got a vacuum sealer. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Love my ba- vacuum sealer life. The Ooh. bag situation is correct. I'm Ooh-hoo. a bag lady in the best way, because um, you can buy you know, a normal or family sized amount of food and then you just vacuum seal and freeze it and it's fine. So I straight up, I did that. Yeah, I did it like a couple weeks ago. I bought a whole bunch of proteins and I separated them out into like individual sizes and then froze them and they're all like standing up like little files in my, in my freezer. That's such a great idea. I should get one of those babies. I love it. It was very cheap. I got it off of Amazon. And I I really like to do the sous vide also is mm. one of my favorite kitchen accessories. Mm-hmm. And um, so having the vacuum sealer is really good for that, too, because you, you know, you mm. vacuum seal and then sous vide. So nice. Look, this at really you. did turn into a cooking podcast. My oh. God. <laughs> well, apologies. Uh, 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 OK, here, I'm going to come for the great transition. Uh, okay. That's not all that's cooking in this these houses 
uh, ghosts are cooking too. That is so <laughs> right, Amy. We've got more than just food talk cooking up. We have a, a ghost cooking up. Is that- this is called being a bad partner because I just watched <laughs> you do that and I did not offer a hand. Uh, I just let you go. We're uh, we're not just digging up veggies in our backyard. We're digging up bones from the graveyard. <laughs> this is- <laughs> See, I knew you'd get there. It's it's enabling you to find your way out. And that's how you get stronger, Amy. Thank you. It's not you. that I'm an asshole. See, you are going to raise a very strong, independent <laughs> child one day. Because you do. Well, you got to be yeah. like, you, I mean, this, you know, mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. the record, the, the little girl I nanny for, we're not, like, the parents prefer it if I don't help her. Because, yeah. you know, like, unless she really isn't, mm-hmm. like, a, but it's like, if she's, like, you know, got, if she tossed something and, you know, yeah. wants you to get her, she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. gets frustrated. They're like, well, you chose yep. to throw that there. You can go get it. You can, you're I'm strong enough. Fan, I'm a fan of doing that until you're exhausted and then giving up. Yes. I So as a former babysitter, like how I say <laughs> it that way, I still see them every week. But um, I, yeah, I got to the point where I, if, you know, she'd want something, she'd hand it to me and I, I'd be like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you need? What yeah. is it? Is there a question? Uh, I'm sorry. Is there something? And yeah. and it got to the point where I'd say, "Can you say help, please?" And she would. She went. Like, yeah. Then yep. it was so cute that I would do whatever she wanted because she just she'd hold something. I go, "Happies." I'm like, yeah, Fuck. I know. Yeah, I-, I will. I'll do whatever you you want. Your taxes done. <laughs> you got it. Like, <laughs> I am the same way. I'm such a freaking sucker. It's so. Mm-hmm. Hard, especially when it's not your child, and because mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, but I'm being paid to be nice and playful. But see, yeah. I'm the opposite. I feel like <laughs> I am being paid to be like the police. Like <laughs> I, am, I am law and order because I am being paid. So like it might hurt me, but I'm only here for a couple of hours, and the rules are mine. And then mom and dad get to be cool when I leave. Ah, uh, um, oh, I see. But then that, also yeah. I. You know, I'd stay afterwards because they're still my friends, you know. So then right, off the clock, right. I'd be like, you want some chocolate? Let's do it. <laughs> like, it's Aunt Tammy now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of literally none of that. Mm, yes, let's move on to the topic that's completely <laughs> unrelated to literally the past 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Um. Uh, hey. Yes. Today... <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you know what? We don't want to. Apparently. We just don't. <laughs> I think all of our brains actually want right now is to just chat and catch yeah. up, and for yeah. we forgot that we actually have to stay the course on a fucking topic. Um, uh-huh. So here's where I was going with that. Today's okay. topic in Banshees and Booze is. Hollywood. Hip hooray. Hooray for Hollywood. Uh, the, I know what everyone who listens to this podcast is thinking. Haven't you guys focused on places <laughs> in Hollywood like 85%? Yeah. <laughs> like a um, lot of metrics have come in anywhere from 85 to 700% of our episodes have been about Hollywood. And let me just say, yes, this uh-huh. is correct because sure. every single list that came up in my Google search with like 20 most haunted places in Hollywood. I'm like, we did that. Done we did that. that. We, did that. That. we did 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 that. 
<laughs> which I was like, fuck yeah, we have done all of this. Um, so I made it a little harder, but also the reason that we are doing this topic right now is because the Oscars are happening. Yay, Oscar season. And this is the most It's woke. so yeah, oh. uh, Oscar nominations in a while, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Uh, what break, ladies. breaks my heart about it is that, like, this year, no one's watching any award ceremonies at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I always, like, get jazzed to watch the Emmys and the Golden Globes. I never yeah. watch the SAG Awards. But, like, this year, <laughs> I didn't even vote for in the SAG Awards. I did not care. Yeah. I did not... What I didn't even know when the Golden Globes happened. And it, yeah. it sucks because of the pandemic and everything's very different now. But um, but I am glad that it's such a, a diverse, very lady forward nomination nominees. We know it's hilarious is I in true Tammy fashion, I was watching I was on Hulu and I was watching a documentary and it was so fucking good. And I was like, and then it ended and I was like, but I want to know what happens. Like, I need to know more information. So I started looking into it and I was like, oh shit, this just happened. And this was nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) I was like, I had no idea. Ah. So then I went and looked up. I was like, I also kind of don't know who was nominated for Oscars. I was having the same thing. And I went and I looked and I have accidentally seen all of the best documentary (laughs) nominees. Nice. And I've seen one of the best picture nominees so i don't uh, know that whoops. i've seen any of the best picture nominees but documentaries are where my where i'm at you yeah. know i love documentaries but i haven't actually looked at the nominees really like i just read a lot of articles about how yeah, yeah like you said the most woke oscars they're really fighting that uh hashtag oscars so white uh, mm-hmm. uh thing again um, but yeah, so whether you're going to watch or not, or e- whether you even knew it was on April 25th uh-huh. this year or not, which we didn't, <laughs> we- <laughs> originally this episode was going to air yep. in February, which is when the that Oscars was usually, I was like, Oscars, February, and Amy was like, actually, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> I think everything's pushed back by quite a bit this year. Oh, well, time means nothing. No. Like how I showed up to this five minutes late because I was literally like, I got out my phone to be like, I should text Amy. I might be running a couple minutes late. And I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be there right now. That's okay. Because I was texting you like three minutes before we were supposed to FaceTime. And mm-hmm. I was like talking about the podcast. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm still sitting on it's my couch under a podcast. blanket. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I had to make it look like I was setting up this whole time. That's why I showed up for this with no shirt on, basically. Sammy like, is really treating me today, you guys. Mm-hmm. I am seeing some skin, and I'm seeing some boobies, and they are majestic. Why, thank you. I Ooh. grew them myself. Yeah. Um, Self-grown. Homegrown titties. Uh-huh. Organic. No, they're not. They're 90% booze. Speaking of... Let's talk. I am. My brain just did this whole thing about camels and humps and how they're full of water and how mine are my boobs and how they're full of booze. Um, it's an interesting article I just wrote in my head. I so, can. Uh, I see it. I see it. You know, nothing, nothing thrilling today, but it's Hollywood. 
it it's mine's got some classic hollywood uh elements to it so why reinvent the wheel gotta have a martini why not <gasps> oh gotta yeah. have a delicious martini miss my muso and frank's i know oh actually my place is next door to Musso and Frank's now that I'm thinking about oh it. Oh my gosh, I know. Wait, when did I do a martini because of something with Hollywood too? It was like last week. Yeah, I think it was ago. last week. Oh, oh, Pick Fair Estates. When I did yeah. Pick Fair Estates. Mm-hmm. Gotta go for the martini. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, well, I'm doing something annoyingly Hollywood and I'm Uh I know you and I have both encountered it and we have both bitched about it oh god here we go but I'm doing the um I'll just have a LaCroix because I'm gonna cleanse (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself I hate myself love to hate it love to hate it I've already mentioned episodes ago that I had to do this like doctor or ordered supervised liver slash gallbladder detox and I put it off and I'm proud of you I've been putting (laughs) it off so badly (laughs) and uh I asked I was like so like what do I is there like a dietary protocol and they're like, just stick to the core protocol you've been following. Okay, I have not been following it. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be no sh- sugar or very low sugar, what? no no alcohol, and um, no dairy or gluten because of all just because of inflammation issues. This is not weight related or anything. And you just eat a bunch of beans or something. I know. I'm like, I'm only human, guys. Mm-hmm. So they, and then they were like, well, if you're going to drink, you, you can drink the cleaner alcohols like vodka and tequila. I was like, okay. Tequila. Oh, Don't tell yeah. me I can drink tequila. I know. I'm like, that's clean to you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, since you and I record two episodes back to back, I figure, you know, I'll drink for one and not for the other. That way I, I'm not over, overdoing so- it sensible and you know I'm just convinced that karma is going to come back to me at some point and a doctor's going to tell me I'm not allowed to drink for a while because I kept making fun of you so <laughs> well I'm finally starting this damned thing and uh-huh. it's a it'll be 30 days it's five days on two days off so I just might make my days off on Tuesdays which is when we record <laughs> you know just the might. sacrifices you make for this show are just I know unending technically I think the two days off doesn't mean I'm supposed to just like eat whatever and drink whatever the hell I want I think it just means I'm not taking all of like the tinctures and stuff on those days nobody said that if they didn't say it then yeah yeah I know I know you know what they tell you those super strict rules because they know people will break those rules it's like I read this book and they were talking about how they tell pregnant women you're never allowed to drink because they assume pregnant women will drink too much. Ah. So like really pregnant women can have like one or two drinks, but they're like, well, we assume women will go crazy. And I'm like, not all women are Tammy Hillberry. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) What I love living in LA, you know, I've, I've witnessed many a baby, uh, not being born like in front of my face, but you know, many of my friends have had babies and, uh, uh, I don't know why I ordered it like that. And I loved it. They've all, <laughs> thank you. They've all had a glass of wine or a glass of champagne in front of me while being like yeah. seven, eight months pregnant. And that's the time to do it. Babies are very healthy and thriving and it's like no early births, no low weight births, birth, no low birth weights, you know, like everyone's Look, okay. 
This podcast is not medical advice. No, um, no, guys, However, no. We don't have babies. <laughs> literally, the first trimester is when all the organs and stuff get formulated Mm -hmm. and so that's when they try to get you to not be on lots of things second trimester is a little (laughs) by the third trimester it's just a fucking baby that happens to live inside your body and like it it doesn't like just don't get drunk they say just don't binge drink yeah yeah and and the only reason they don't have like studies about this is because it's quote unquote unethical oh, to right. do experiments on pregnant women. So they <laughs> so they literally can't even say like Advil is fine because right. you can't do a controlled study where you force a woman to take Advil when yeah. she's pregnant. Yeah, so. it would have to be a voluntary shared basis. Like, yes, yes, uh, I'm eight months pregnant and I've been drinking one drink a week since mm-hmm. conception. You know, like, but they, you know yeah. what I read is that. The worst thing is smoking cigarettes. Like literally even doing like cocaine is like not that bad. Like, oh my God. Don't do cocaine. Yeah, but don't. It's, but. it's also like that when they really look at the numbers, the things that are the worst for babies like in development are smoking. That's way worse. Oof. And then binge drinking and then things like meth and heroin and shit like that like I know I know it's crazy probably I don't know much about meth and heroin and cocaine because I've never done it but probably because (laughs) I'm so clean uh (laughs) I'm guessing it doesn't really stay in your bloodstream for that long yeah and there's like I get I just read a book is why I'm I'm so fucking fascinated with like the the industry around pregnancy like it's just really it's really interesting and weird to me so it's something about the like barrier there's like a barrier that things do and do not pass in like the sack the amniotic sack uh-huh. you know? oh yeah yeah so, ah I well there you have all it tuned in to hear me say amniotic sack so who wants to go first <laughs> um I'll I'll go first I have to oh, yeah. I have to admit mine is um like I said I had a hard time finding a topic we haven't covered mm. or gone to or visit yeah all of it. So, I did something I think I've done something similar to this before. Mm. However, I chose uh stories that didn't ring a bell for me. So, I did Hollywood celebrities who live in haunted houses. <gasps> I went a little off the cuff and um, so the same articles kept surfacing on so many different websites, but people.com basically like just compiled all of these interviews into one Mm -hmm. like bullet point list. So it's people.com, but actually it's like 10 different resources uh, or sources, I mean. So um, these are just little like sound bites grabbed from interviews about uh, celebrities who live in haunted houses. Yay! And I feel like I've definitely done this something similar before, but I, I hopefully I'm not repeating any of these. I think I chose all new ones. Oh, I'll aggressively yell at you if you're repeating anything. <laughs> Good. As if I'd remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. First up, one of our favorites, Jenny Slate. Love her. Um, Okay, Jenny Slate says that living in a haunted house, quote, basically shaped her entire personality. Which (gasps) I love that. I'm like, that's great because she has the coolest personality. Yeah, she does. I love to imagine Marcel the Shell being haunted. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 
So she opened up about living in a haunted house, and um, she has a Netflix special called Stage Fright, um, which I don't remember seeing. Um, I should see that. Yeah. Um, but then she first talked about the experience on an episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show in 2014. And she said, quote, I grew up in Massachusetts. I grew up in a genuine haunted house. I knew it was haunted. My parents, when they moved in, they bought it with all the furniture in it. The people had died. I know. I know. And she goes, I'm getting scared just telling the story. So, yeah, the people died, left literally everything in the house. And her parents are like, let's move in. Uh, Easy peasy. Right. It's like, uh, then she recounted how her parents pulled up the runner on the stairs only to find a stack of old letters that had been hidden there. I just got fucking chills <laughs> down my entire body on behalf of Jenny Slate. Oh, my God. that really surprised me I was like whoa what and the letters were from a man who was not the previous owner's husband but a sea captain (laughs) oh my god he wasn't married to the sea he was well he might have been married to the sea and then he was also having an affair (laughs) I know he was cheating on the sea oh my god oh my god so then um, Jenny Slate said that her father actually saw the sea captain's ghost. She said, quote, my dad went out into the hall and he looked onto the stairs. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he took a giant belch and then. And then standing there was the sea captain looking at him pleading. Oh, oh, please don't tell the sea what I wrote. Oh, my God. She's going to fucking kill me. No, literally, I will drown. She will swallow me whole. (laughs) Eventually, her family burned the letters and the sea captain never returned, though they did continue to see other apparitions. Oh, my God. That's really good. That's super haunted. Right? I was very impressed by this. I was like, oh, that, that. That's the I God, I shouldn't have led with that one because it's kind of the best say strong, one. Strong. <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, I hate to. Well, hopefully People Magazine knows how to lay out an article. They'll well, draw us in and they'll finish strong. I believe in them. God, I hope so. Because, you know, I did this research a few days ago. So we shall uh-huh. see. Let's see what Jennifer Aniston has for us. Can she top oh, Jenny yeah. Slate? Oh, yeah. This one made me laugh. Um So when she first moved to Los Angeles, Jennifer Aniston rented an apartment that came with a ghost who just so happened to hate her roommate. Um, She said all of a sudden things started to happen. The dishwasher would start, um, the coffee maker would start, or the stereo would just turn on at full volume, all on its own. That's so creepy. She said it was terrifying. Um, Following the advice of a friend, Aniston had someone come to clear the house. Um, she said they had frankincense and they put it in a little dish and sort of started saying mm-hmm. all of these things. And the first corner that she went to, the dish cracked, she recalled. When we got to the really thick, thick, thick 1975 ashtray that was sitting on the table, um, and then that cracked, and she asked me to leave. <laughs> Like, what? so the lady's like, and all the dishes are cracking as she's cleansing the house. And she turns to Jen Aniston. And she's like, you need to go. Um, <gasps> oh, uh, my God. She's like, we 
we excuse me um ghost can i see you in the kitchen that's what she said Uh, she goes she had to have a talking to with the ghost she really (laughs) did she's like you need to excuse us excuse us here she's like look bitch this is about to be jennifer fucking aniston so if you're cool she'll probably talk to you she'll she'll talk about you in like a time magazine article can you imagine being that fucking roommate that's like at a bar, like, yeah, you slew with Jennifer Aniston. Her, her fucking ghost hated me. <laughs> she had to go. <laughs> it was either Jen or me. And <laughs> <laughs> That ghost went on to, like, get its own pilot. Like, <laughs> her, The ghost and Jen Aniston are, like, best friends. They got yeah. their spa days and vacation in Cabo together. And the roommate's like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> I was also the fifth member of the Beatles. (laughs) The seventh cast member of Friends, and they cut me out. (laughs) I was Lawrence. Everybody was going to love Lawrence. (laughs) She said, um, uh, the ghost expert was able to pinpoint the problem after chatting with the spirit. And Jen Anderson said, the ghost hated my roommate. I moved out. I feel terrible, but I couldn't stay. (laughs) She goes, I couldn't just tell my roommate, oh, this ghost doesn't like you. I mean, that would be terrible. (laughs) So she just left. She's like, okay, bye. I got to go. You know, there are some fights that are not yours to have. I appreciate that. Exactly. She just was like, look, I'm about to be uh, get a haircut that will later be referred to as the Rachel. So I had the Rachel. I had the Rachel. It looked really good on me. I could see that on your hair. I bet that would look real. I could never get you used, it. You used a, a round brush and you flipped the bottom part out mm. and then the top part you flipped under. It was very cute. Ooh, cute. God. It really was a good haircut. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That shit was great. Yep. Um, okay, okay. Uh... This is Matthew McConaughey, which is... All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Your fellow Texan. Uh Um, During an interview, uh, he said that um, there was a not-so-friendly spirit who lived in his Hollywood home who he called Madame Bleu. Uh, (laughs) Of course he did. I know. Uh, And this is the best way to start this quote. He goes, I wasn't even under the influence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Professor McConaughey. You uh, know he's a professor at UT now, right? No. What does he teach? Yeah. What do you think? He's in the film and the uh, film and television department. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so mm-hmm. great! Because he lives out there permanently, doesn't he? Uh, he's got a house in Austin too. Okay. I think he has a house um, in Austin and a house in Malibu, like a trailer in Malibu. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt. Uh, I wasn't even under the influence, and she was there. He recalled, "She wasn't that happy. It didn't seem like she was going to be much fun to hang around or have in my house. So I went ahead and stood my ground. I opened the door and said, "You can move around all you want, but I'm not going anywhere.'" For <gasps> for weeks, everyone that came to the house said the same thing. Quote. There's someone down that hall. There's somebody in that hall. I know. I know. So creepy. Um, Okay. Miley Cyrus. Love her. Uh, Wait, is she from Texas too? Yeah. 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 Maybe. I don't know. Because Billy Ray Cyrus. Or Tennessee. Tennessee. 
fuck? I don't know. Anyway, it's not important. Okay. Madasaris. Uh, the singer and her family had a terrifying time staying at a haunted rental apartment in London. Quote, Whoa. I was having really crazy dreams and really scary things. And one night, my little sister... It sounds crazy to tell you, but she was standing in the shower and all of a sudden I hear her scream. I run in there and the water had somehow flipped to hot, but, uh, but it wasn't like the water had just changed that it's not like the, you know how sometimes you flush a toilet and the water gets oh, really yeah, hot yeah, or yeah. so what she's trying to say, and it wasn't worded great was like the actual knob turned all the way to hot. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, she was like, it was burning her. It was really red. Um, before I felt this, I, oh, oh, before this happened, I thought I had seen a little boy sitting on the sink watching me take a shower. So <sighs> I felt really freaked out. So there was definitely a ghost in that bathroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. The star added that her mom, her aunt, and her now ex, Liam Hemsworth, all had crazy experiences in the flat after the shower incident, and that she eventually felt forced to find another place to stay. Um, that's creepy. I like. I don't like when ghosts can actually cause damage to you. Physically. Yeah, that's not cool. No. I mean, it creeps not me cool. out. That creeps me out a lot. Yeah. Not She's cool. She's from ghost. Tennessee, by the way. I looked it up. Oh, thank you. I thought so. Okay. I Yeah. Only because I watched The Voice for a while. And um, and Kelly Clarkson would always talk about, I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas. I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. And then Miley never, ever said that. I, I'm, I was like, I think she's Tennessee. Think okay. you're, yeah, you're like legally required to talk about it if you're from Texas. Yeah, so. that's uh, every single singer, Kelly Clarkson would be like, oh my God, y'all. Well, I am from Texas. I'm about 700 <laughs> miles from where you were born and raised. You've got to be on my team. Like she would always find a way to connect Texas with everything. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> she seems like a, a good time. Um, okay. Allison Hannigan, who I really don't mm. care for, but <gasps> how Dare you? That is Willow from Buffy. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know her. I don't know her. I don't know her work. I'm sure she's awesome. She's awesome in Buffy. And then she got real famous for being in How I Met Your Mother. And I (coughs) hate that show. So there you go. Come at me, everybody. Haven't seen it. So come at me, everybody. Thanks, Amy. Um, Although I did do some background work. And Ithamar is in an episode, but... It doesn't mean we have to love it. Ithamar is in an episode of everything. If I he could did. not hate shows because of Ithamar being in it, it would be very difficult. It's for very me. true. He's been in everything once. So, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. <laughs> and I've done background in everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, I've worked with her. Um, yeah. Not a personal attack on Allison. I, I meant like, oh, I've never really followed her career, but mm. she has ghosts in her house. So now I love her. Okay. Uh, there we go. I fixed it. I fixed it. Because <laughs> now I'm like, oh my God, what if Ithamar has to work with her one day and she listens to this podcast and then, oh my it's God. Like, you know, she's married to somebody else from Buffy as well. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Who is also on How I Met Your Mother? Get out. Who is <laughs> it? I'm not liking the show. I know a lot about it. Um, He's like a not recurring character on How I Met Your Mother. He's like a guy, like a weather guy, I think oh, is what he does. Oh, funny. Cute. Which I only know because I love Buffy, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone can come at me because I've never seen Buffy and I've never seen How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. 
Al- but Allison Hannigan from Buffy and How I Met Your Mother uh, <laughs> said, I have a ghost in my house. I saw him a couple of months ago. I don't think he died there because there's a law in L.A. that when you buy a house, if somebody died there, they have to disclose that. And, and no- everyone knows everyone in L.A. always follows the law. And they are always tell the truth. <laughs> um, so I don't know why he's there, but he's very friendly. My friend saw him one uh, saw him first one night. She said, I don't mean to alarm you, but I just saw a man follow us out of the house. And I said, well, at least he's gentlemanly. He let us go first. Later that night, I saw the silhouette of a man standing in the bathroom doorway. I was like, sweetie, what are you doing? I thought it was her, her then husband. Um, his name is Alexis Din- yeah. Dennis. Dennehoff. Dennis- Dennehoff. Oh, well, they must be divorced because it said, <gasps> no. Oh, wait. Breaking my bad. News. No, no, no. No, no, no. My bad. My bad. It says now husband. I thought okay. it said then husband. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You scared me. You almost ruined all of my like Buffy. It's fine. It's <gasps> fine. We're all moving on. Oh, He's no. British. Oh, sexy. <laughs> so she she goes to this like uh, silhouette of a man standing in the bathroom doorway like, sweetie, what are you doing? Because she thought it was her husband who she is married to. Yay. Um, but then I looked and Alexis was asleep next to me. How does she think that's a friendly ghost? It's following her, even out of her house, and it's watching her from her bathroom. Well, she is an actor. She likes an audience. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. She's like, sweet, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, give me. Do you have any notes? Or uh, the next one is the last one I have here is Jenna Bush Hager from Texas. Jenna Bush. Oh, Jenna Bush! Yeah. I went to college with her. <laughs> kind of. Uh. <laughs> I think she was a senior when I was a freshman. Aw, so we have a Texas theme here. Although this is not Hollywood. It's the White House, which I think is super fun. I don't know how this has never come up when we did all of our White House ghost stories. Right. So it says the former first daughter heard her share of bumps in the night when she lived in the White House. Quote, I heard a ghost. I was asleep. There was a fireplace in my room. And all of a sudden, I heard 1920s music coming out of the fireplace. She said, I know, right? She said, I could feel it. I freaked out and ran into my sister's room. And she was like, oh, my God, please go back to sleep. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm just such a sister move. Such a bitchy sister move. Uh Um, But that is um, celebrities who have ghost stories. (gasps) Yay. Without having to revert to watching an episode of Celebrity Ghost Stories. So. But <laughs> you know we'll do at some point. I know. We haven't watched an episode of that yet for this show, have we? Yeah, I don't think we have. I mean, I've actually used to watch it back in the old, the old days. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, you know, when I used to freak myself out when I was alone and miserable living in New England. And yeah, uh, sure. that's when I first started watching Ghost Adventures. That's how like long this show has fucking been on. I lived in New England mm-hmm. in like 2005. <laughs> Jesus Um, but yeah I used to watch Celebrity Ghost Story like back then but yeah Mm -hmm. I I think they still do it so I'm sure they do well that'll be our next Hollywood episode because you know we'll have another oh my god thank you for coming up with another theme you know that's our least favorite part Uh (laughs) I know it's like gotten to the point where we just look around our room and we're like haunted Uh, candles uh, Laptop stands. Haunted coasters. Pens. <laughs> Toenails. <laughs> no, notepad. 
well, Amy, yes. let's take it back. I, I got to say, I was surprised I had not done this yet either. Because like I said, this is next door to Musso and Frank. I have picked another Hollywood location literally on Hollywood Boulevard. Is there any address on the entire street that is not fucking haunted? I is know. Question. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I am doing the Vogue Theater, which I was like, what's that? What and then that? when I when I stopped and thought about it and then I saw some pictures, I was like, oh, that place. It's like two doors down for Musso and Franks. Okay. And it's got like um, the old, uh, you know, marquee, like a, a small marquee. And yes. it says Vogue and it's like in blue letters. It's not up and down, but uh, across. Okay. I think I know what, sh- what you're talking about because it's on the same side of the street as Musso and Franks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They like share a back room. So, oh, yeah. okay. I think I'm seeing, I, I think I can see this. So, so it also, it closed down. It was the supper club for a while and then yes. it became a museum and then it's actually, oh, and I meant to copy this whole article, but I didn't, but it just got announced very recently that it's going to turn into like a, a Hollywood museum. Oh, cool. Um, so that'll be cool. Oh my gosh. And it's haunted. It's haunted. Um, so I apologize if there's background noise. My fucking neighbor drives this fucking motorcycle and he likes to idle it in the driveway for a oh, while. That's obnoxious. And it stopped over the cold months. And literally I thought I was like, oh, that guy must have gotten dumped. He doesn't come around here anymore. But then I just realized when it's warm weather, he rides his motorcycle. So anyway, he just came home and for some reason needs to idle it. So fuck you. I'm going to go full Karen and go out there and cross my arms in my bathrobe. Ah, ah. Like, Excuse me. I'm recording a podcast. Uh, it's just so bad for the environment and it's rude for your neighbors. Like, it's come on, dude. Rude. Rude, rude. This, it does, okay. I hear it, but it's fine. That is the noise he makes pulling into the fucking garage. Oh, my God. We get it. Your dick is small. It's fine. <laughs> now we all know, okay? Jesus. And <sighs> anyway. the phone theater. Um, <laughs> research came from latourist.com, uh, the local CBS station, creepyghoststories.com, and... <laughs> The L.A. Times of all places. My God. This is legit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about the history of the location. Uh, In the late 1800s, Hollywood Boulevard was known as Prospect Avenue, um, which I actually did know that. And then there is a Prospect Avenue currently that's near there. But yes, um, there is. I did not know that, that. Yeah, that whole place was Prospect Avenue. And, and there was that old picture that I found a million years ago that I showed you um where I was like I think that's my building that's my building right there when I lived Uh and uh it was labeled Prospect Avenue um back then that's right wow that's so crazy because I think the real Prospect Avenue is in the Los Feliz neighborhood and I Uh wonder if it really stretched that far I bet it did yeah I bet it went that whole way yeah dang um so Uh, The Prospect Elementary School stood at that site where the Vogue Theater now is. And in 1901, tragedy struck. The four-room schoolhouse burned to the ground, killing 25 children and the teacher who was named Miss Elizabeth. Oh, my gosh. What? I know. Holy shit. Oh, no. That's bad. So then in 1935, they built and opened the theater. 
um, on that that site, and uh, it opened with a double feature of the Phantom Fiend and Ladies Crave Excitement. <laughs> You know, we all love that movie. I watch it every uh-huh. Christmas. Ladies oh, crave yeah. excitement. Crave it. Um, it was pretty big. It had a seating capacity of 897. Um, and it was part of the uh, Fox West Coast theaters because you remember like studios would own theaters and play their own movies there. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so it, you know, was doing its thing. And then it was remodeled completely in 1959 uh, when man theaters took over. So, like, mm. you know, man theaters. Uh, <laughs> not like dudes with two ends. This uh, is a man theater. Uh, a man cave. It's a man's theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So, oh, wait. Actually, the, those they took over in the 90s. Um uh. And then uh, the Vogue closed as a regularly operating movie theater in 1995. So uh, it was empty until 97. And then at that time, get this, the International Society for Paranormal Research, headed by parapsychologist Dr. Larry Montz, acquired the property and moved in to set up shop. Oh. So they were like, oh, this old empty theater, huh? Well, we'll just move our Paranormal Research Institute into here. Oh, my God. No way. So the ISPR, which is the International Society for Paranormal Research, uh, was founded in Los Angeles in 1972, and it was the first and only professional parapsychological investigative team of its kind i said all those words <laughs> i color me impressed I that mean, was i saw your focus i saw the diction forming in your mouth because it's like several words where you would usually pronounce one of the things a certain way and then you have to do it a different way because yeah. it's the longer word i did a lot of advanced looking okay i'm so impressed tammy thank you thank you um <laughs> So they did a bunch of field research um, into paranormal activities and, and things like that. Uh, and this is a quote from the, the leader, Monts. Uh, an entity is the technical term for a ghost, and a ghost is a person. It's a person that remains earthbound because they have issues. Sometimes they remain behind because they feel that they died too suddenly in their lifetime. Sometimes they stay to protect family members or because they're confused and don't realize they're dead. Sometimes they're here for revenge. So we deal with the nasty ones, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great quote. It's just very straightforward. Right for the L.A. Times. I really like that. Nasty ghosts. Don't mean a thing. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) Miss Ghost, if you're nasty. Um... (laughs) Let's talk about some hauntings. Okay. Okay. So this sentence starts, it has been reported that, and I would like to say that I have not seen anywhere it was reported other than that sentence. (laughs) But it has been reported that more than 4,000 people have had paranormal experiences at this theater. Entire audiences of more than 600 people were said to have witnessed a ghostly little girl skipping up and down the aisles. And at least, oh, and several different entities have been identified when here. I'm scared. Yeah. A little girl. Yeah, right? So when ISPR moved into the Vogue Theater, the team had 
quote, no idea the property was haunted by nine resident entities, including six children and three adults. Uh, and then back to this guy, Montz. When we took over the Vogue, we were intending to use it for offices and a place to do screenings. When it turned out to be active, it turned into a research center. Now there have been literally thousands of accounts of people who have had paranormal experiences there. So, okay, here's, here's the question. If you're looking for office space... And you have no interest in whether or not it's haunted. Are you going to Hollywood Boulevard or are you going to like fucking Century City? Exactly. And mm-hmm. if you if all you need is office space, mm-hmm. why are you getting an old rundown theater abandoned mm-hmm. theater? Right. Mm. And uh, right. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Boulevard, 1997. Ooh. Like, Hollywood Boulevard in uh, any moment is not, not great. great. No. <laughs> like, I think it was fine in the 50s. Ooh. I think it expired in the 50s, like, as yeah. a place to see and be sane. And that that's just sounds like. About right. That's now a, it's just pee pee. Avoid. Yeah, it just smells like hot urine and, mm-hmm. and stale shit. And it's just. Yep. Actually, stale urine and hot shit. Sorry. Aww. <laughs> do you miss it? it? Do you miss I it? Do. <laughs> I miss my walks. Aww. Um, kind of miss. Yeah. I kind of miss some of that weirdness too. But yeah, I'm sure I, I miss won't. Being so brave. So uh, brave. <laughs> so brave. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> we did not. Um. All right. So. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they're pretty sure that the, and these are the paranormal researchers, so. Uh, they think that the children are the ones that died in the 1901 Prospect Elementary fire. I mean, nada. Yeah. Um, and they think that one of the adult ghosts was Miss Elizabeth, the teacher. Aww. So the most communicative ghost is Annabelle, who is a happy seven-year-old. Great. Yes, but that makes me scared because isn't there a scary movie called Annabelle? Yeah, uh. and also the little girl I babysit is named Annabelle. Oh, but she's the cutest. She's the cutest. She's so rude. I love it. <laughs> um, another child, Michael, is also, he's around seven years old too, and he is mute and will sign with his little fist. What? Isn't that cute? I kind of like that. I love that. In the afterlife, he still is mute and still signs. He still signs. Yeah. Oh, my God, Michael. So, um, yeah, they say there's reports of kids playing and romping uh, here. And then also in the nearby man's Chinese theater. So another man theater. Ah, another man theater. That's where Mm -hmm. I was. I was like, isn't the Chinese theater called man's Chinese? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Also... Sorry to interrupt. No. Poor Michael. Like, as a ghost, all you hear ghost hunters are just like, please communicate through this spirit <gasps> box, through this voice oh box, through this. They're so ableist. I did not realize that. I know. They're like, we're trying to capture EVPs, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, poor Michael's like, I'm fucking signing to you guys. I can't, like, what do you want? I can't Rude. say anything to your fucking voice box. Pooh. Okay. That had never occurred to me. We need equality for ghosts of all abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the two uh, most commonly reported adult ghosts are called Fritz and Danny. And we actually have some info about them. Oh. So Fritz was a German immigrant and he was the projectionist. Well, I just said <laughs> before I used it all up. 
the projectionist for 40 years. Uh, and he reportedly died of a heart attack in the projection room in the 80s. Um, he is described as being a chubby older man with curly salt and pepper hair and small spectacles. And he has been seen walking past the projection room windows and allegedly at one point a projectionist fell asleep in there and when he woke up someone had changed the reel to the next reel because it's back when you had to like actually change yes. the reel. Yes! Yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! I know. So the what? investigators say he's very lucid and knows that he's a ghost and he's friendly most of the time as long as you respect the theater. Oh, okay. Um, the other entity that's known as Danny, um, his story is a little more sad. Uh, he passed away of a heroin overdose at the theater as well. And people uh, see him a lot in the restroom. And also apparently men who are like peeing in the urinal will get shoved into the urinal. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just gross. Yeah. Um, you don't want to touch that shit. Yeah. Ugh. So these paranormal investigators were there for four years and did a bunch of research. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Four and years. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, that's expensive real estate. That's crazy. And then, oh, yeah, I made, I made note of this last little bit because they finished their investigation and then the guy was like, and we decided that these ghosts were too um, attached to our people and we had to leave. So we cleared it of ghosts and quote, that means the Vogue is no longer haunted. And <laughs> I was like, well, that's convenient. <laughs> Guys, yeah. it was only haunted while we were here and you were buying tickets, but it's not haunted anymore. So like, don't even fucking bother. Also, I mean, come on, 25 yeah. children and a teacher, just that alone is like, yeah, you're right. not going to clear that right away. Like, come on, come on. Also, it's Relax. Hollywood Boulevard. If the ghost moves out, another one will move right in. It'll, it's a squatter ghost for it sure. It is a squatter this ghost. This ghost be squatting. Uh-huh. <gasps> wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. I wonder what's there. Wait, did you already say what's there today or is it nothing? It's a- it's, it's going to be another museum. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, so another haunted museum. Another Perfect. haunted museum. Ooh, add it to our list. Ah, yes, yes. Wait. Oh, we've done haunted museums once. Oh, God, we've done haunted museums. Yeah. But we can always do them again. There's more than okay. one. Something about movie theater bathrooms always spook me out, too. I don't yeah. know why. Even the mega movie theater bathrooms. They just yeah. they creep me out. It's, it's because this is my theory. Because they're they're huge because they're built for like 500 people are getting out at once and right. they all have to go pee. But I know you and your ba- bladder does not wait for the end of a movie. So you're frequently going there by yourself. So you're walking into a place where there's like 700 stalls and you're the only one. That's so scary. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You just figured out why I'm scared of bathroom, like the movie theater bathrooms, because that's how it was in that Lowe's bathroom, yes. the, the home improvement Lowe's. Not the theater Lowe's. Not the theater. Which is also a theater. Yes. As <laughs> it just occurred to me when I said it out loud. And, you know, it was just like so many stalls, which is weird because it's Lowe's. Yeah home improvement store like why do they need that many stalls yeah. but you know you I always do like a little like 
in the movie theaters when it's like I do a little peekaboo to see if there's any Mm -hmm. feet and there's not and then if I hear anything I get really freaked out like really Mm -hmm. freaked out I especially hate it when you go into like one of those movie theater bathrooms middle of a movie like I do you look there's no one in there it's all empty you you squat to pee and then someone comes in and just goes to the stall right next to yours you're and like, it's like why how may i pee and they may have a little bit of peace please thank y'all rude it's so well rude. speaking of recently deceased in movie theaters heard the terrible news today i am crushed no. Okay, I'm hoping that by the time this comes out, the news will have been fixed in some way. But I am referring to the, for everyone who's not really deep in fucking LA Twitter like we are, the Arclight Theaters, which is just absolutely iconic Ugh. in Los Angeles, announced that they're closing. I I took that one hard. We I saw we saw that last night, and we were just like. I'm devastated. No. I'm embarrassed how devastated I am. Me I don't even too. fucking live there anymore. Me too. Because it's so special. There's only mm-hmm. two. Well, I mean, there might be three locations, but two. They've got Sherman Oaks, but the Hollywood one is. Yeah, it's a Hollywood one. Yeah. It is magnificent. And you and I have and spent yep. so many nights there seeing movies yeah. together. And that great restaurant and bar. And they've got a little gift mm-hmm. shop and a cafe and then they always have costumes and props from all of the movies that picture i just posted of us for beer day yeah or no 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 the one one i posted for breweries that was at the arc light yep we had a beer before seeing ghostbusters (sighs) and then the cinerama dome i mean that's like it'll get it has to be and honestly like netflix is fucking down the street you know, Netflix is going to buy it. There's no. I way. mean, they can certainly afford. It's Netflix got us into this mess. Well, the streaming services and the pandemic combined. Not the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, com- <laughs> I, I'd say combined because you know, like Warner Brothers decided that they're going to release all of their theatrical releases to HBO. Yeah. And that wasn't going to last, though. I yeah. no. But I got opinions. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, come on. So, yeah, someone's got to save it. But whoever saves it needs to keep it as it is. I don't mm-hmm. want them to change a thing because it's just so special. I'm, I'm sure it's a landmark. It's got to be. It's got I mean, to it be. in the 50s. We'll, we'll share a picture. I, we'll share a picture. Amy, could you share a picture? Absolutely, because um, it's flooding my Instagram feed right now. Like, everyone's posting, like, tribute yeah. photos. But, yes, I'll, I'd love to. And I don't even have to. Oh, yes, I do. I'm like, I don't even have to wait for this episode to drop. But, yeah, no one's going to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I do. Um, well, I'm, I, very I tell sad. the stories on the second night. The first night, I, I moved to L.A. I went into my apartment I took a shower and I went to Second City Hollywood for my first class the second night I went to see the master at the Arclight in the cinema cinema Rama Cinerama Dome there we go and the cinnamon dome Mm. Uh, and uh, I parked the car I'm sure I've told this on the podcast you can tell me to shut up we parked the car we started walking in, and we walked in behind Bradley Cooper and Zoe Saldana, who were not publicly dating That's yet. That's right. Yes. We waited in line behind them and bought popcorn behind them. We walked in past um, fucking Jane Lynch. <laughs> uh, I had to ask Catherine Hahn to please stand up so I could get past her to get to my theater seat. 
And then uh, as the movie was getting started and I'm just sitting around looking around this beautiful place, I look and Christopher Lloyd is sitting behind me. And I remember thinking like, wow, Hollywood's awesome. (laughs) That was my second night and it it was never like that again, friends. And you think like, oh, they all must live right here in Hollywood. They, Mm -hmm. They must have a house right around the corner. I mean, <laughs> that's such a great, like, welcome to Hollywood. And yeah. then you just get duped after that. Like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? And I remember, like, on TV, because literally I was like, they're not dating. Or, are they dating? Are they fucking mm. dating? And then, like, on TMZ the next day, it was like, look who just got. And the, like, paparazzi picture. I was like, I think that's my foot. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm right there. <laughs> yeah. My favorite experience at seeing a movie at the Arclight was the one with you that never happened. We yes. met to go see. <laughs> which movie was it, Tammy? Was it um, La- Winchester? Winchester. The, yes, uh-huh. the Winchester Mystery House. And um, we had plans to go see like the nine o'clock showing. We went mm-hmm. to the restaurant right like attached to the Arclight. Little pizza place. Pe- yeah. And it's so fucking good. It's mm-hmm. this, like gourmet pizza restaurant and we had pizza and and then they happened to have a bottle of wine called Banshee was it Banshee I think it was Banshee yeah. yeah so obviously we had to get the whole fucking bottle uh-huh. and I think the server was really hooking us up with these massive yeah. pours and we were just like just give us the bottle just give us the bottle <laughs> fast forward it's like 11 o'clock and we're still talking yeah, and we're we still were like- <laughs> I, like legitimately I feel like we had poured like the second glass of wine I was like yeah we're not going to this are we yeah <laughs> like, it was it was the second glass and we're like yeah, yeah it's not happening we're not seeing let's this just, movie let's just stay here and then we talked for like five hours like we could have we could have like seen the movie and then still come back we were still talking we legit lot, so. could have had the bartender just hold the bottle for us and come Guys, back we love talking so much can that you tell we make you listen to us talk to each other <laughs> so <laughs> Hey, if everyone brings five new listeners to this podcast, we will talk more about ghosts and less to each other. How's that? Hey, shout out to Lindsay, uh, one of my best friends from high school I just reconnected with who listened to the podcast and said she liked listening to me complain about Zach. That's a good friend. Aw, yay, Lindsay. I told her you were going to make me employee of the month for bringing a new listener. Heck yes. (laughs) (laughs) And shout out to Casey, friend, um, who sent me a screenshot of her phone last night because she gets automatically notified when we drop a new episode. And it just said, like, new episode, garden party in my mouth. And she's like, I'm sorry, but this title just made me laugh out loud so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we we do have great titles and episode summaries. And that's all thanks to you. (laughs) Oh, well, we do our best. We do our best. Uh, Well, if you are unnaturally sad about the closing of some kind of business, (laughs) you should send us a line at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or click a cute button at bansheesandtaboos.com and let us know. You could talk about ghosts, too. You don't have to be like us. You can talk about ghosts. Please. You could also slide into our DMs at Instagram. We are banshees. At Banshees and Booze. Let me start mm-hmm. that Slide into our DMs at Instagram. <laughs> we are at Banshees and Booze. Um, and I always post, um, sorry, I just used I instead of we. Um, but the, the, you do. You do. Ma- you're, the, you're the Instagram queen. Well, not the queen, the, uh, the, the lady in the waiting. Page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but there's always corresponding photos. Every time we drop an episode, you will see pictures mm-hmm. of the things that we talk about. And um, you sure can check out our Twitter page at Banshees. Booze. But only ghosts um, respond to you or check yep. that account. So that's true. It's that's not true. our fault if you don't hear anything. Uh, yeah. Great review and subscribe and literally tell your friend from high school because they might start listening. That's nice. A booze. <laughs> and uh, Fuck. T- hey, hey, Tammy. Um, <laughs> yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Um... Call the uh, ISPR because it means that it is no longer haunted. <laughs> she said reading the last of her research. That I was right saw you lean in. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I couldn't remember what num- what order those letters went in. Hold on. Let me try again. Let me see if I can say all of these words again. If I can. Professional parapsychological investigative team. Yeah, Woo! I can still say that. Woo! <laughs> That's my answer now. Okay. Hey, Amy. Oh, crap. I'm making fun now of you. Now you have to oh, do it. Shit. <laughs> I'm just sitting back in my chair like, and I'm done for the night, everybody. <laughs> Peace yeah. out. Mic drop. Oh, uh, yes, Tammy? If you see a ghost. Oh, uh, what the fuck? fuck did i talk oh celebrities oh uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um uh check underneath all the bathroom stalls to make sure it's not alone i don't know i don't know <laughs> that didn't make sense i don't like myself can i tell you first of all how much i like you second of all how much i love you third of all how much i love this because when we when one of us fails the other one fails harder i, know, I feel like I that really... happens every time when one of us does not well the other one's just like fuck i gotta tank this i tell you <laughs> and i was so relaxed because like mid episode i was like "Ooh, i have some good ones i have some mm. really good ones and then i'm just like my drink Nothing. just hit me in a good way, and I was just like, yeah, life is good. And then we made ourselves work, and that, that fucked us over. And I fucked myself over because I had a passion fruit LaCroix, and... Um, you needed booze! It's time for episode two, Amy. You get to have you your booze. You know what that means. You know what that means. Guys, next week's episode is going to be amazing, because I'm going to have a little drinky drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, guys. Bye!